0: Well, today on this Confirmation Sunday, we are here to welcome into the church, to celebrate the faith, and to embrace the newest disciples and members of the kingdom of God. And I'm going to be honest with you, my remarks today are directed towards them. So the rest of you are welcome to eavesdrop if you like. But what I have to say today is really for our compromise. For many of you, this seems like the finish line, the culmination of a journey. Those years of going to Sunday school and vacation Bible school, participation in jam and youth mission trips, all these things that your parents and as Kyle said the great cloud of witnesses has provided for you and and nurtured you and, and, and sometimes had to elbow you and say, come on, let's go, leading up to today, but I've got news for you. Today is not the finish line. Today we celebrate the beginning. You are just at the starting gate. See, the life of faith the life of a disciple of Jesus Christ is a journey, an adventure. And as I was thinking about that, the Spirit laid on my heart the story that comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, where Jesus turns his disciples into apostles and sends them out on a journey, on a mission, if you will, not as apprentices but as partners in the proclamation of the kingdom of God on earth. So, our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, the ninth chapter. I invite you all to listen as I read the Word of God. When Jesus had called the twelve together, He gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Jesus told them, take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. And so they set out and went from village to village proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. My friends, the word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Let's pray. Lord, we give you thanks for you always bless us in the reading and hearing of your sacred word. May that word find its home in our hearts this day. And Lord, I pray that your spirit would be upon me to inspire my thoughts and to remove from my lips any words but your own that with faithfulness and with integrity I might proclaim the wonderful good news of your redeeming love. Amen. First of all, I want to thank the confirmation. We have a tradition here at this church that on Confirmation Sunday, the Confirmation class gets to choose the ties that the leaders wear. So the tie that Marcus and Kyle and I were all hand-chosen by the Confirmation class Um, and I want to thank you because I think I got the better end of the deal here, looking at the ties that they had to wear. So, thank you for choosing this one for me. I appreciate that. It could have been a lot worse. As I was thinking about the journey you've been on, the adventure that awaits you in the life of faith, I was trying to think of what kind of ride, what kind of journey, what kind of uh, adventure this would be, and, you know, I thought of things like roller coasters, or, you know, sometimes life feels like the spinning teacups, and and uh, sometimes we, we talk about uh, a walk in the woods, but I decided that the best metaphor for the journey that Jesus sends his disciples out on is really more like whitewater rafting. Anybody been whitewater rafting before? Yeah? Anybody else whitewater rafting? It is a thrilling experience if you ever get the chance. I have done whitewater rafting on several occasions with my family. There was one occasion, one trip that we took, I think it was our very first one, that still comes up anytime our family is together for holidays or family meals, and we share stories and remembrances with, without fail, stories of this whitewater trip come up. It took place... When my daughter was about 7 or 8 years old, and my middle son Andrew was about 10, and Josh was 12, we went to the, uh, the Nantahala River on the edge of the Smoky Mountains in western North Carolina. And you may know that they rate whitewater rapids between 1 and 5, 1 being a mild stream and 5 being life-threatening. Well, the Nantahala that day was rated a 3-4. Well, I'm an Eagle Scout and was assistant scoutmaster at the time. My two sons were in scouting. My wife and daughter are adventurous. We said, guide? We don't need no stinking guide. Well, that was our first mistake. We signed off on the liability waivers, and we took the orientation course, and we got the helmets and the equipment, and we set out in our raft. And for about the first five to ten minutes, it was a very pleasant drift down the river. And then things got wild. We were going through so many rapids and turbulent water, at least a dozen times we had to get out and walk ahead and try and scout our path. Well, let's try and go to the right of that rock, catch that current and drift over there. And without fail, we never, ever went where we thought we were going to go down those rapids. You would start the plan, you would get going, and then you just hang on for dear life. All of us, at one point or another, fell out of the boat. My son, my oldest son, who was in the front, and I was in the back, he was the first to fall. We came across a part of the river that didn't look so bad, but there was a yellow construction sign on the side that said, bump. And we thought, what? Bump, and out he went. (laughs) Seems like they should have said rock, not bump. But, so we fetched him out of the water, Later on in the trip, I went out the back of the boat. Now, I was sitting there, I remember this thought process, I'm underwater thinking my family will never get down this river if I don't get back in that boat. And so I did what you should never, ever do. I sunk to the bottom and pushed off the bottom of the river. Now, they tell you not to do that because your feet could get caught under a rock. But I pushed off the rock. And off the bottom. And I came flying out of the river and grabbed the back. My wife said it was like Shamu beaching himself. who was just going kind of whoosh. And so there I am hanging on to the side of the raft. And my daughter, who had paid attention during the orientation, extended me the oar, whack, right on the top of my head. <laughs> and my loving and dear wife said, no, honey, use the other end of the oar. So she turned it around and went, whack, with the other end of the oar. At which point I said, just let me do it myself, and I got us back in the boat. Well, needless to say, we all survived, and we all had a few scrapes and bruises and bumps, but it has become legendary in our family, the Nantahala Whitewater Trip. And I thought, that trip is just such a beautiful image of what the life of faith is like, about the adventure that Christ calls us into as His disciples and sends us out into the world as His apostles. And as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, there are five rules for whitewater rafting that I think also apply to our lives as disciples of Jesus Christ and the journey that you have now undertaken. The first rule is go with the flow. When you're on the river... You can steer right, you can steer left, you can get out and survey the rocks ahead, you can make all the plans you want, but the reality is the best route is the way the current is taking you, and so it is in life. You see, God has a plan and a purpose and a direction for each one of your lives. Now, you can fight it. You can try to swim left, swim right. You can swim off into the shallows, the the, the area where hardly anything moves and gets very stale. You can be out in the fast current where you're banging against the rocks. Some people even try to spend their life swimming upstream. But you know what? The best way to go is the way that God has already established for you. There is a flow, a purpose, a direction for each one of your lives. And your job as a disciple of Jesus is to get into that flow, and then to ride it all the way to the end. In your journey of faith, go with the flow. The second rule is lean into the rocks. Now, when you're on the river, those big boulders, those rocks look awfully threatening, and people spend a lot of time trying to avoid hitting the rocks, trying to steer around them. But the reality is, it is the challenges, it's the obstacles, it's those, those big boulders that stand before us and where we want to be. Those are the things that propel us along the path. It is the challenges we overcome. It is the obstacles that we endure that give us the the propulsion to move forward down the river, down the journey, and to complete the adventure God has laid before us. Don't be afraid of the challenges and the obstacles ahead of you. Believe it or not, they are your friends. The third rule, when you get into turbulence, and you will, go feet first and toes out. Here's the thing. At some point or another, you're going to fall out of the boat. Things are going to not go as you planned them to go. You will fail. You will be wrong about things. You will have to pick yourself up and start over again at some point. But the thing is, that's okay. God does some of His best work when we are broken, when we are at our wits end when we are dazed and confused and don't know what to do next the scriptures are filled of stories of the spirit of god coming into people in their brokenness and in their weakness and in their confusion and bringing forth beautiful beautiful people jesus never said to his disciples you have to be successful jesus never said you have to be right He said, love one another, forgive each other, pray for everyone, and trust me. When you get into turbulence, and you will, fail in such a way that you're ready to move forward for the next part of the adventure. The fourth rule for safe whitewater rafting, if worse comes to worse." Let go of everything. It's amazing how much energy and time and effort we put into things that ultimately mean so little. If worse comes to worse and you lose that home, you lose your job, you lose loved ones, when things don't look like they could get any worse, lean into the arms of Jesus. Let go of it all seek your refuge in the Lord and let God be your strength and your comfort. When worse comes to worse, let go and fall into the arms of Jesus. When you're on the river, as I said before, and you fall out of the boat, they tell you never ever push off the bottom because you could get your feet stuck. What you're supposed to do is ball up, curl up, Because your buoyancy and the river current will lead you to the top. Have any of you all ever been down the chute in New Braunfels at Schlitterbahn on the river? Not in the park, but on the river. There is a spillway on the river there that uh, long before Schlitterbahn was Schlitterbahn, we used to go down this spillway. It was called the chute. And sometimes we'd go in in inner tubes and sometimes we would just kind of body surf the thing. The first time I went, it scared me to death because you come flying out of the spillway and you get sucked down to the bottom of the river and you're like 10 feet down. Now, fortunately, I was with friends who had done this before and they all told me, don't panic. While it takes you down, hold your breath because that same current will bring you back up. And so while I'm going down, I'm thinking, you know, I'm swimming as hard as I can. I'm getting nowhere. But sure enough, You hit that bottom and then the current brings you back up to the surface. We have to learn that when things get bad, let go. Finally, don't ever forget. You're here for the thrill, so enjoy the ride. Life is not meant to be dull or boring. Life is thrilling It's a gift that God has given to you. And in making yourself a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are choosing to live at the fullest level of life, to embrace all that life has to give and to share that with other people. The Christian life is not an easy life. You could have made easier vows and chosen an easier path, but you did not. You chose this path You chose to give your life to Jesus Christ and to be an ambassador for God in this world. Friends, it is a thrilling adventure that God has sent you to. So relax, enjoy the ride, enjoy the adventure. Welcome to the kingdom of God.